Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Franklin, buddy. Oh, come on. Gee, that's all bullshit. Thank you, Murray. I feel like I know you. I've been watching you forever. Thank you. What's with the face? I mean, are you part of the protest? Or? No. No, I don't believe in any of that. I don't believe in anything. I just thought I'd be good for my act. For your act? Didn't you hear what happened on the subway? Some clown got killed. He's aware of that. He's aware of that, yeah. No, I hadn't heard. Yeah. You see, this is what I'm telling you. The audience is going to go crazy if you put this guy on. Maybe maybe for a bit, but not a whole segment. Gee, it's going to work. It's going to work. We're going to go with it. <laughs> Thank you, Murray. A couple of rules, though. No cursing, no off-color material. We do a clean show, okay? Mm-hmm. You go on right after Dr. Sally. I love Dr. Sally. Good, good, good. Well, someone will come and get you, okay? Perfect. Good luck. Thanks, Murray. Good. Uh, Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? What's wrong with your real name? That's what you called me on the show, a Joker. Do you remember? Did I? I don't know. Well, if you say so, kid, you know, Joker it is. It's good. Thanks, Murray. Here we go. It's How We Sees It, episode 216. This week, we're uh, taking on the... It's not even The Joker. I always call it The Joker, but it's just Joker. Uh, and uh, this is a two th- 2019 release uh, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, directed by Todd Phillips. This was a uh, an R-rated... Uh, I don't, I don't want to call it a superhero. I don't want to call it DC. I don't even want this to be anything comic book because it's all right. No, no. I mean, I think I mentioned it last week when we were covering uh, Dark Knight, that Dark Knight would translate nicely to a comic book where this movie would not. I mean, it's it's yeah, I, 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 I'm I still it has it, have it has a lot of, of, of admiration and appreciation of this movie. But but no, I, it would be a hard read uh, for a comic book. Uh, right. I'll give so, you that. I'll yeah. give you that 100 percent. And and what I mean mostly by it is, is they put pieces of what the comic book is, the comic book Joker and, and some of the Batman story stuff in this to make it comic book adjacent. And I think it's it's, it's yeah. pandering to get some comic book people into the th- seats and it has nothing to do with the, the real comics. And do you it's, think it's pandering? I, I, almost I think, think it was. I think I it was 100%. Think- I almost think they probably could have not done it. And it was just like, well, we still need to kind of just dabble it in here and there to keep, keep the, man, if they would have just, if they would have made this and just called it the clown and kept all the Batman references out of it, it would have been a much better movie. All right. I disagree with that, but uh, I think, I think it would have been weird. Well, because what they're they're doing is they're, they're taking something and changing it so drastically from what has always been done for over 80 years or, you know, close to 80 years and, and changing it and, and, you know, making this shit their own and, and doing it, but not in a good yeah. way. Yeah. I, there, there's something kind of, 
there's a, there's a certain audacity to that. But I exactly I I that didn't bother me, and I I do understand it bothered you. I think it kind of offended you a bit. But and almost I'm not like, the only one. There's um, a lot of people. I, I get that. <laughs> um, and uh, it didn't bother me. I think it, it's fascinating that that they they kind of decided. I mean, we watched with uh, Dark Knight the whole tease with with Heath Ledger's portrayal and how that was scripted is that his mm. his origin was unknown. He kept kind of teasing mm -hmm. these alternate origins. And here they say, well, let's 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 take one. Let's go down. And that the route. comic books but, were right along with that. They they always just never really gave a, a strict origin to it. And, and it was it. I think it was better that way. I think it, it, it leans Oops. more to it. Yeah, so this isn't changing so much as I mean, it does develop. I mean, I don't think we've ever heard the name Arthur Fleck. That was that's that's not in. Um, I, I I I don't I know looked for it sure. Up and it looked it sounds like it was made for this this movie. Um, well, there is a, there is a comic book written where uh, the Joker was um, a failed comedian, um, and so they kind of take from that. I think it was called the Killing Joke. Um, real dark, dark uh, comic book, you know. Uh, so it had some of that. So I think they took a little bit from that, but maybe the name itself wasn't there. But they did take some pieces of the comics and put it in there, the failed, the failed comedians uh, aspect of it, um, and some of the other little stuff, like they said. With you know, we got another goddamn origin story of Batman with with uh, uh, Thomas Wayne being shot and in the pearls hitting the ground, you know, outside the theater. That's been done in so many Batman shows, comics, you know. <laughs> It's, it's kind of like uh, the Uncle Ben of DC where, you know, to have Spider-Man, you have to kill Uncle Ben. It's the same thing here. That, that, That's that true. And what they change up for the last Spider-Man, they made it uh, Aunt, 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 May. Aunt May instead of Uncle Ben as far as. Which is so good. It was, and, but I mean, they had a nod to Uncle Ben in there. They had they had the, the luggage that had the. But the, keep in uh, mind, I, I mean, what you're talking about is how they change something up drastically but then try to try to make it their own that's kind of what this is doing too i don't well I don't know, but I don't this know changes why the character drastically uh, uh, i okay so and, and we'll go into it uh we'll go into it because i there, that's one of the reasons i, I don't care for I, this i'm just much. pointing it, out i'm just pointing out though that, that i know i know okay your criticism seems like you could put it right on on a, on a movie that you really appreciate and respect uh for what well and, and i'll I'll even I'll even talk about that how okay. this is yeah, right. how this isn't this isn't a not this isn't a nod or a change that that makes it better or it it changes and takes everything away from everything that's done before where some of those other changes like you talked about with the Uncle Ben Aunt May actually probably make it better and a stronger a stronger thing doesn't change the character as much but it definitely makes it. Uh, okay, well, well, that's your host, Noah. I'm Steve, and uh, I, I'm going to be the the advocate for this movie. This is uh, one of my favorite movies of 2019, and 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 maybe at one point during this podcast, you'll ask me whether I like this one more than Dark Knight or or not, because I, I kind of I, I expected that question, and and I have kind of an interesting answer. But um, oh, good. <laughs> and, and but anyway, Noah is obviously the the uh, glass half empty side of this conversation, at least for this movie today. Um, hopefully, we get yeah. to, I get to talk about some of the things I appreciate for it because we're certainly going to talk about some of the things that uh, I am uh, not going to overrun you and not let you talk about. <laughs> there were some there were some good parts of this movie. I'll just I, I will go on that. And and like I said, I I said at the very beginning. They could have made this movie and called it The Clown, and it could have been really good. When they change it to The Joker, it, 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 it offends. 
Okay. So, that, yep. That's that's my stand. Uh, Noah is offended. Being, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things we do here is not try to offend, but we always make a cocktail. <laughs> uh, we try to make good to- cocktails uh, that go along with whatever we're watching. This was a tough one for me. I was I had a hard time figuring out something to do with this, and maybe it was because I didn't care for the movie as much that sure. I just wasn't inspired by anything. Okay. Um, but I did come up with a, 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 a cocktail, and one of the things I did in I did. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. There was times I, I enjoyed it and times I really got annoyed by it, but it was the the, the laugh that uh, Joaquin Phoenix used for the Joker. And the, the idea of it was it was a, a um, like a, uh, a tick almost, where he had this, this nervous laughter, where this uncontrollable laughter, and they, they uh, had it as a uh, disability, and I can't remember what the name they called it. Um, but he would laugh when he was stressed and, and scared kind of more. Sure, yeah. And, and uh, so uh, I was going through a bunch of different things, and laugh kept coming up to me, and I kept looking for different ones. I found a drink called The Last Laugh, and I, I took that, and I changed it up, and I'm going to call this my awkward laugh. Sure. Because it was a very, very awkward laugh. Um, it's a pretty simple drink. I, you know, he actually auditioned that laugh. He, he, it, he, the, the direct, he asked the director, he's like, he already had the part, but he said, I'm a little nervous about the, the laugh. Can, can you come over and I can audition it? And, and the director's like, no, you don't need to do that. And he, he kind of insisted, Joaquin Phoenix, because he was, he was nervous on whether or not it would work or whether or not it, he would be able to pull it off in front of the director during, you know, during the movie. And, and, just thought that was interesting that uh, it's certainly oh, yeah, no. it's not like like a maniacal joker laugh that we're used to from mark hamill or from even from uh even from heath ledger uh this is much well, more this the ju- awkward <laughs> laugh that he tries to tries to normalize himself with this laugh he uh, like when he's going he's at the at the uh, stand-up watching watching and he's and they're just moving in on him Laugh, and he's laughing, laughing at, at the wrong all, times all the wrong times and he's like Edit. I thought it was really effective, but I've totally overrun your drink. I want to get back to your drink. Go ahead. The awkward. That's laugh. right. It was very. It was a. It was an awkward interruption of my awkward laugh. No, it's a pretty simple drink. Thing. Um, I, I, I went with one and a half ounces of gin. Um, then it has one ounce of maraschino liqueur, one ounce of lime juice. Uh, because I was getting out maraschino cherries to do a, a garnish with this, I thought, you know what? I really. I'm one of those those kind of sick individuals as a kid that used to like to drink the maraschino. Uh, juice from the, the the jar so i was like i'm gonna throw well, in was it rum i mean sometimes no sometimes no it's just, soaked it, in rum <laughs> okay no this is just the this is the kind you get for sundays for your kids it's just gotcha. it's just sugar sugar water but it has that specific it's almost like a a really strong grenadine kind of flavor but i threw in a half ounce of that too and a half ounce of some homemade uh honey syrup wait now you and, threw uh, in a half ounce of the of the maraschino, maraschino uh, liquid, liquid or liquid? <laughs> okay, not liqueur, Juice. but liquid. Okay, gotcha. I, well, it has a it has a full ounce of the maraschino liqueur. Okay, <laughs> but I also went with a, a half ounce of maraschino juice uh, from the jar that has the maraschino cherries that I used for a garnish. I threw two of them on there. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things that I just like that flavor and mix it up. Oh, and I also had a uh, ounce of uh, blue carousel. Nice. And so uh, it's it's got a nice kind of sweet tartness to it. Like uh, it's got a, that that lemon, uh, the lime juice and, the, and then the, um, the gin and everything go really well. And then the maraschino and all that kind of sweeten it up. So it's got like a little bit of a tang and then falls up quickly with a with a nice uh, sweetness to it. 
some people may, if you're on the side, like my wife, who uh, tend to, God, you know what? That just tasted like freaking Kool-Aid. <laughs> that literally was like a, a blue raspberry Kool-Aid flavor. Um, it, it has a, it could, could be a little syrupy for some people. Like if you really, uh, you know, uh, opposed to that kind of a sweet syrupiness, it, I could see where people might think that, but this, this is like damn Kool-Aid. Oh yeah. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's good. Actually, that's not as bad as I thought, but calling it that awkward laugh in honor of, of the awkward laugh that he has. And I will talk about it, how it changes throughout the, the show. So. Okay. Um, I have a cocktail that I'm calling the morning teardrop and that's, uh, M O U R N I N G. Um, I, th- there is actually a cocktail that I found called the morning cocktail, same spelling. Um, and I ran into it. It was actually when, uh, I believe it was Joaquin Phoenix in an interview I was watching where he was talking about the scene in the bathroom where he's supposed yeah. to dump after he shoots the, 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 the guys in the subway and oh, okay. runs away. He runs away, locks himself in a bathroom and the scene just calls for him dumping the gun um, in, in a trash can. And that's really it. But they, the, the director and Joaquin Phoenix um, worked on that scene together. I think it was just the two of them and they were trying to come up with something more to do. And at the time, um, Todd Phillips, the director, had just received a, a demo tape from the composer, composer whose name I have right here somewhere. In fact, I even tried to spell it phonetically because she is is, is <laughs> Islandic. Um, oh crap! Do I? Where do I have it? Oh, so uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Hildur Gernadatir. Uh, Gernadatir. Um, it, again, she's Icelandic and she uses a cello and it's got this very, what, what, uh, River Phoenix, or I'm sorry, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, um, Rivers, <laughs> sorry, um, described as a very mournful, um, uh, composition. And I really fell in love with the, with the, I, I don't know if they call that Joker's theme, but kind of the soundtrack throughout this very haunting cello with, with an orchestra in the background, but it's, it's a uh, v- morning I thought was very or mournful was a very good uh, description of it. And he goes into this little dance in this. It's almost like, it's almost like a release where it's, <laughs> it's, and, um, and that was kind of what they came up with for this scene to kind of give it something something more dimensional, more, more emotional, like cathartic. Uh, and it, it affected me uh, along with the music. So I wanted to honor that. I found this drink called the morning cocktail, which is two ounces of gin, a quarter ounce of dry vermouth and a quarter ounce of absinthe. I changed it up, up a little bit. I went and found, uh, is Islandic, um, uh, beverage liqueur what they're known for it's something called uh a brenovin and i can't roll my r but when i <laughs> looked up the pronunciation that r is really rolled but it's uh some people call it the legendary drink of vikings although i believe it was its origin is from 1935 so that's un, un you know untrue but it's a it's a it's kind of like a, an aqua v in fact i think it is an, an aqua v which is similar to a gin it's a it's a vodka with uh with some caraway seeds that that are uh, soaked in it, or at least that's a, a cheap way of, of making it if you're wanting to make <laughs> your own. 
So I took two ounces of that. I found that at Bottle Bar and I was kind of excited because I looked it up on their website ahead of time and uh, they didn't have any. I couldn't find any. So I was going to I almost went for a hundred dollar bottle of of whiskey (laughs) from Iceland. Happy that I didn't have to do that. This is a lot cheaper than that. Oh, yeah, Um, for sure. But I used that a quarter. I did actually a half ounce of dry vermouth. I added a little bit more there, quarter ounce of absinthe. And and then I put a lone cherry in there too, a maraschino cherry. Um, as you know, it kind of reminds me of his nose and, uh, <laughs> so, so, but again, I, and I called this the morning teardrop just first off when I was, when I was phonetically trying to pronounce the composer's name, the, the last, last part is tear. And, um, also the tear in his, in his costume, he's constantly tearing up and kind of run, adding that little tear to his makeup, which I thought added a little emotion to to the to this origin story and i think it's important to know that this is not joker yet this is this is kind of pre-joker this is part of how how he slowly uh defines himself and 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 realizes something i don't think even in the end he's he's joker yet it's just it's just he's kind of got himself to the to the brink and of course he lands himself in uh, uh in the asylum at the end so uh We'll have to wait till till the musical comes out, part two, which Ugh. I did look it up, and that that they they have not released. The only trailer they've released yeah. is just a title trailer that says uh, Joker and and whatever the the name Harley is. Some, it's yeah, it's but it's it's f- fairly part due or something like which yeah yeah it's 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 French, uh, but uh, but the, there's a lot of knockoff trailers out out there that just use footage from from other movies and. Uh, and well, the one they have together. on IMDb right now, they have is not the correct one. Is not a real trailer. It's not a trailer. It's, it just says what you need to know about it, and it's got some actual oh. footage from what they're doing. Okay, because um, it's definitely Lady Gaga and stuff like that. <clears throat> Talk about yep. a movie I am not excited to see. Got it. God damn that does not. It's look- it's one oh. of my most. Um, uh, I'm one of the movies I'm most excited for this year. That and Dune too. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is you know we, we did that Tom Cruise podcast where I brought uh, you know you brought <laughs> the one the the Last Samurai and I did the one where he's the he's the assassin that's that's hires the taxi driver through uh, through yeah uh, uh, New York or wherever and and neither of us were that big of fans of the other ones but. But yeah, it really kind of highlights the difference. And I think I think if you look at Dark Knight and and Joker, it's kind of similar. If you if you look at our our taste in movies there, that's well, not yeah, yeah. But it, but I mean, you could see that I that, you know, the, the movies lean, I choose lean yeah. more towards something that and I will give you that there's not much plot in Joker. It's much it's so much just a character study. But I'm still so and it's boring out. and it very unwatchable. I, I know that's what you could. Very unwatchable. Uh, what's what's the Tom Cruise movie with, uh, with <laughs> the assassin? I can't remember the name, but I was not bored. Oh my god, I, yeah, I've watched that a number of times. But uh, but yeah, you mentioned that that was boring uh, back um, then too. But yeah, I mean, well, like the first time through, I mean, there's it with with the joke with Joker. Uh, it's you know, it's it's just this bringing up this mental health issues and and how he's you know he's not all there and it's very awkward and cringy to watch it's 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 hard to watch you know i I don't know if he was if they were trying to get have you have sympathy for him or not but it's even hard to have sympathy for him just in everything and i i swear to god i hate the fucking 
body horror shit that uh, Joaquin is doing with the filming and is cringing his back over and looking all it just he, he wanted to gain weight for the role but the director's like no we're gonna go the other yeah, because Joaquin Phoenix actually looked up on some forums about you know when you're on um medication for for mental illness and what are the side effects and um weight change was a big side effect but some people would say they gained a lot of weight and some people said they lost a lot of weight and he yeah. was, he, he looked at the director he's like let's let's go the gain weight route because that's that's <laughs> I can, that i can handle uh and and the director's like no let's go the other route and and it, so he, he ended up like two months before filming started he was like 180 two months before filming started and he lost like more than 50 pounds in two months because he like ate an apple a day. I think that was it. That's at least that's uh, yeah, the rumor. Saw, that's the uh, rumor. He, no, yeah. he, did, he, did, he, he, he did. put his, his like spine. He, re- I, I almost went with a cocktail of like a Quasimodo cocktail. Um, and I was going to, yeah, I remember you, you calling me Quasimodo when I got hit, yeah. in, the, hit in the face and had the big uh, swollen, swollen face. Get off your bell tower. That's right. You were trying to get me to come down to the party. We're in Vegas. All right. Side story. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, yeah, but it was, it's, it's a very dark kind of, I mean, and, and granted, I understand what that's, what this, what this movie was kind of trying to do is, but it's, it's very hard to be sympathetic for, for, uh, Fleck in this, um, uh, Arthur Fleck. It just, and now, and this is also goes into one of the reasons I have a problem with this being um, the Joker from from the actual movies and the comics is even though the Joker is crazy and and seen as like you know just really out there, he's this fucking always laughing and always just being. He's actually a genius. He's very smart. This guy is not fucking smart at all. He's an idiot, a hundred percent dumb as fucking rocks. Um, and that's, you know, and I understand that maybe they're playing that up because of the, the mental illness and everything else that, you know, it, it's more about the woe is me kind of crap that just really made this movie unenjoyable for me. And it doesn't hit anything about what the Joker is. The Joker was actually very smart in, in all the other iterations that they have him. He's crazy, but he's also like a, like a, a genius underneath, you know, he, 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 he can think his way through stuff and it's not just being weird and being downtrodden and everybody's against me. And, you know, I don't know how many times did we see it at least twice where, you know, Oh, he's on the ground and the, the world's just kicking him, kicking him when he's down. Oh, well, we're going to show five minutes of that. Yeah. And, what was know. it that, uh, um, Murray, that Murray's the, uh, the talk show host. Um, I, I even wrote down the line because it's, it's, uh, it's when it's, it's that last scene before he, basically assassinates Murray mm-hmm. on, on, on live television. Spoiler. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but he, he says, Oh gosh. Oh, Murray he says so much self pity. It sounds like you're making excuses for killing those men. Not everyone is awful, but, but yeah, he calls him out for his self pity, which, which mm-hmm. I, I mean, which is what kind of what you're saying with, uh, and, and I agree. I, I agree that that's, that's, that's a fair assessment. Uh, it, it's still fascinating to watch though. Uh, so it doesn't, I, it doesn't, it doesn't turn me off. Like I think it, it turns, it turns you off or it, it, it revolts you in a way. Right. Well, it, it's, it's part of it. It's well, it's part of the thing is, is like, if you're going to tell me this is what the Joker, this is how he becomes a Joker. And the Joker is who we all know who the Joker is from every other iteration who's been around for 80 years. This isn't it. 
Well, and I, I get it. He's making his own Joker, and I'm I'm sorry. That's a boring ass fucking ridiculous I, Joker. This I guy would not fucking stand up to a Batman in a heartbeat. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think he I, can get there. He don't, okay. I don't think he can get there. That's I don't think I mean this is, movie really. I agree. There's nothing he did here that was genius, but I don't think you you say he's dumb he did, as fuck. I don't. I don't. I don't know what. It, it, it's almost he's a like very he's he's paralyzed by his his um well i don't want to call it mental i mean he's paralyzed by his by oh, his go ahead his, and call it because that's what they were trying to do is they were trying to show off the mental illness of it this this movie is you you say that in a way though that that's what are you what is that a problem i mean well no but i mean that's what this movie was doing is it's it's like oh let's let's show how society is downtrodden and causes this out of people and and he's got mental illness and let's let's Highlight, you know, it's it's a lot of it. It was taxi driver with a new suit on it. They they put they slapped some new paint on it and made it, you know, with a smile. That's, yeah, taxi really, driver is a is a fair comparison. A lot of people did that. I always liked, and in fact, you know, I I, I was surprised at the similarities with King of Comedy, which is another Scorsese movie mm-hmm. with De Niro. Uh, I don't know if well, you, they, I almost rewatched that because I saw that. I remember yeah. seeing that when it first came out. And not and being very confused. I was still a teenager, <laughs> and and I didn't. I, I thought it was going to be a comedy, <clears throat> and it was just there was something off about it. And it wasn't until uh, I think I watched it in college and and had a different take on it. I was take. just so yeah. mesmerized by it. I think I had matured a little bit more and could kind of <laughs> uh, dissect it. And and it was so. I mean, Rupert Pupkin is is Robert De Niro's character in that. And I, it's funny because you see his stand up. In in this movie, when he's playing uh, Murray, Murray, and, and when he's doing kind of his really bad uh, monologues, you know, telling the joke. I, well, he's got that joke about the 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 super cat um, and the you know the or to take on the super rat, which I thought was kind of a yeah. funny thing. You know, when that's kind of what what Batman and Joker are. They're they're the Joker's the, the, cat the, the super cat to take on the super <laughs> rat, or or the other way around. However, but. Uh, uh, that was might have been some sort of nod to that, but his delivery was his delivery was very similar to how when Rupert because uh, Rupert Pupkin is the character in King of Comedy he he kidnaps Jerry Lewis is the is the host of the right, Johnny right. Carson type Tonight Show um, and he kidnaps him holds him hostage so that he can show up and and do a do his monologue or do his. Uh, do his stand-up routine on live television, and he won't release him until he's able to do that. And, you know, and it's 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 not a bad comic bit. It's well, kind of funny, but but it was it was the uh, it was the fact that he had the audacity to do all this. That after he finally got out of jail, he became kind of a star, and so that was a certainly a reflection or a a oh, yeah, no. movie that was that was pointing to society and how we kind of adore or you know idolize people that that do these sort of crazy things and yeah that was that was a little over the top to me to the on this one too that that they you know they have the whole um where he shoots the three wall street bros and right you know and then it's the eat the rich kind of thing and then and then he goes on and on the show and then all of a sudden it's just like within two seconds, it's fucking hay, you know, haywire outside. Everybody's gone fucking nuts, and everybody's got a fucking yeah, clown I, mask. And I agree. I think I think we didn't see everything. There obviously was something that was boiling over, and I, he, he's taking a lot of credit for that. A lot of credits being thrown his way, but I'm sure there was. 
I mean, we're this is very similar to like I, I think they used New York in in early eighties, nineteen eighty one, I think is the is the backdrop that they're that they're trying to um represent. Yeah. And at that time oh. uh New York was very was it New York or LA? It was New York, right. It was very was very much the you know, they say they had failed if there's a social contract that, you know, that was not uh being being uh, honored during that time, mm-hmm. you know, there was there was that the sort of garbage on the streets that that was yeah. that was legit. Well, that was that where time, um, and so garbage strike. Yeah, so there's 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 going to be um, there's there's going to be everyone's going to be emotionally a little bit more taxed and and on edge, and so it doesn't take too much to trigger to trigger these riots, and then you you look for you look for someone to to honor, you know, when that sort of things happens. I think that's. I think that's a real phenomenon, um, and and yeah, this kind of um, stylized it a bit, and maybe kind of focused in on Arthur Fleck and his influence. But but he was, you, you know, even even this movie you can you can look at through the lens of this is his story that he's telling from a from a psych ward that you know early on they show him in the in the psych ward and th- kind of a flashback and that's suggested as as it could you know he's got a lot of his own fantasies with the with the uh, the woman he meets the, the neighbor has, yeah and those turn out to be just fever dreams and 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 some people even the director has suggested you can look at this movie as as just his own his own interpretation of how he sees himself and what he, who he is from from a psych ward. So I I like I think that's interesting, but I think I think it could still I think it's still plausible to to have these sort of idols, these sort of serial mass murderers that you know we've idolized. I don't we, but I mean the media society has 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 put on a pedestal sometimes people who have done horrible things just because there's something about them that is intriguing. And uh, yeah, I'll give you that. It just it seemed like a little over the top to have the whole city all of a sudden revolt against everybody in it, and you know the 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 mass hysteria in the streets and fire and burning and killing people everywhere. Yeah. You know, it just it seemed a little over the top. And then, you know, you're right though with him having his delusions and stuff like that. You know, we we definitely get to see that with uh, with the neighbor uh, Zazi Zazi Beats uh, play. Right, she was in Deadpool uh, too, right? Yeah. She played Sophie Drummond. Um, and, She's you know, really the, pretty. I like her. She's got such a nice smile. Uh, that's that's not a nice thing to say, is it? Isn't that that's kind of a tacky thing to say? But I mean, she she. No, is, you, oh no, no. You know what? I'm going to call this out right now because I, okay. I. If a guy says a woman has a nice smile or is pretty or something like that, everybody gets offended. But yet, a woman could go and say a fucking man is sexy <laughs> or whatever, and it's no big fucking deal. So I'm going to go on and say you can say whatever. Okay. The fuck well, you want. I I'm trying. I I'm just. I'm just trying to to pay a compliment to no, but to I'm just saying in the, the powers podcast, that, I, that that <laughs> that be. I, I don't think a smile is all in in our 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 looks. I think a smile comes much more from a genuine personality. Personality, and I've always uh, I've always felt that I can I can pick up on that. Uh, no, I'm, I just uh, it, so, <laughs> but I, it's something that's I, it still feels creepy to say. <laughs> I, no, something over the last year it's really bugged me is that you know. People jump on these. If a guy says anything about a woman, they're like, oh, my God, they're creeping, creep. But if it's a gay man or a woman and they, they say how hot a dude is, 
They can say it all day long and nobody's fucking bats an eye. And I'm like, that's a fucking double standard. Like I've never fucking seen one. And it's okay. so fucking sickening. So yes, you can say she's, she's beautiful because she is. And she's a well, great Thank actor. you for your permission. <laughs> but I mean, it's just one of those things. And, and she was a great uh, character in this because it brought in a aspect that was needed in a way because, you know, we, we get the interaction first in the elevator where, you know, they kind of just small talk and, you know, you know, she does the gun to the head and he fantasizes about that later. But then we find out, you know, th through the other scenes that it's all in his fucking head that she comes over and talks to him. She goes to his little stand up, which makes me think, like, did he even do stand up? You know, <clears throat> there's so much of this that could be a fever, a fever dream, dream. Like, yeah. like, like you said, which might have been better if they came out and said, like, you know, the whole thing with them, you know, him up on the, the chop car at the end dancing and being celebrated was all a fever dream. If they would have done that or, you know, somehow shown that these were, were you know, like they did with, uh, you know, the um, with Sophie that, you know, she, he shows up in her house and she's well, like, who are you and what are you doing? Well, and, you know, we got the indication that, you know. I think the way they played it out, they kind of teased with, you know, they, they showed you some of the dream sequences or and some like right off the bat when he's, when he's called up onto the show, uh, as right. you know, come on down here. That's obviously in his head because they, you know, it's, he sits down, he's looking at the show and then suddenly he's there. So, you know, right off the bat and then, and then it's the placement of those dreams become less and less apparent to the point where, yeah, it's almost like, oh my God, there's no way this is real. There's, I mean, so let me ask who, you that. Maybe, maybe but, that so, is the well, case. I'm, well, I'm just saying though, I like, I like it where we don't know. And, and so it mm. kind of presents it at more amb ambiguously. So in the end, it's almost back. We're at back at Heath Ledger's portrayal where we're not really sure what is real. It's just something that he's manifested well, himself, which I, I again, no, no. Again, we know what's real with him. Cause everything they show with him is real. What he says about his past is is we don't know, but right. everything they show okay. is real. No, and here, and this, and here it's not. The they case. show yeah. us all kinds of different stuff. What is real? What is not? Yes. Did he really kill his mom? Right? Is that a fantasy? Did he really? Yeah. You know, what, did, there was a did movie. he get put up on the end in the end where he's brought up by all the you know the car crash and they put him up on top of? The, is that I, fake? Is that last, a fever dream? I believe it was last year, uh, or maybe the year before. There was a movie with Anthony Hopkins. And it's based on a play. I can't think of the title now, uh, but uh, but he, he plays an uh, elderly uh, person with, I believe it's Alzheimer's or something, mm -hmm. something, uh, uh, something to that effect, where he can't remember people's faces. He, uh, and what's really fascinating about the movie is they have multiple. Um, actors play the same characters, you know, so, oh, so yeah, yeah. as an audience, we are kind of put in that, in that, we're, we're put in that same place where, where we don't know who's who because of the, because of that, that decision to use different casting choices. And I'm using that as just the comparison here when we're talking about, uh, we, we were presented with scenes that at first we get a sense, okay, this is obviously a dream sequence, but then as it goes on and we, and it's revealed that not everything is what is real. Not everything is real. A lot of this is in, is in, um, Arthur Fleck's head. Um, it, I, I think it's kind of interesting. It puts us kind of in that same, uh, mental illness or, you know, fantasy world and to, 
to kind of make make a judgment based on what we've seen rather than what is what is uh, for real. I I almost would have thought that I think this would have come out better if they would have shown that hey this this ended up in the end these were all in his head like if they would have had some kind of little snap flashback that shows that this is all shit he made up in his head about about him killing Murray about him you you, know. you want the the usual suspects <laughs> where where the whole movie suddenly is on the billboard on the board behind behind him as he drops the mug and suddenly you see the all the the, the lies I think it would have made it better yeah that. I almost think that a lot of that is teased, but, uh, but we don't know for certain. Um, so, and that's, that's where, I mean, like I, th- like I said that it, it takes away from the movie for me. Yeah. In I, and and it, it's, I hear that and I, I really like this movie and I think it did it well. So, so obviously I can't have that same opinion because I think it, it, it worked for me, uh, but okay. it didn't for you. So that's a fair, that's a fair thing to no, say. Yeah. It, it just, uh, yeah, there was a lot of just things in it. Like, you know, I talk a lot about rewatchability in uh-huh. movies and stuff like that. This has one of the most horrible rewatchability for me. Like, <laughs> well, I, again, it's not a, it's not, it's not something like a comic book that that pops that that is driving driving. But even but even when you talk about character growth and uh, uh, character spotlight or whatever. I didn't want to know anything more about this guy from day one. From from the jump, I was like, I, I don't care about him. I don't want. There was nothing about uh, Arthur Fleck that made me want to know more about him. From the minute he was moving his weird ass back, trying to put on his fucking clown shoes, I I didn't I didn't feel sorry for this guy. I didn't. I, there was nothing about it that I cared about. Um, and the more it went, the less I cared. And I, you know, I. I don't know if it's just, you know, maybe I'm a cold hearted, you know, snake or whatever, but it just was one of those things is like, I just, even when I watched it originally and that's, so it's not just, I didn't like this from jump, you know, and and I didn't, I didn't go into rewatching this with a lot of, you know, happy, oh, it's going to be good. I totally believe you. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I understand that. I, and I, and I, I'm glad you're not completely shitting on my opinion. Um, <laughs> well, no, you, you know, your laugh, your, your, your laugh sounds a little bit like it's like I tell you. Nice, <laughs> nice. Because yeah. um, I don't, I, I realize that people are going to have different, different, different reactions to this, and sometimes it's hard to to judge a movie when we have such a negative reaction to something, in a way that it's like this, this turns us off. But it, it's interesting from a from a villain standpoint, you know, if I look at Heath Ledger and his Joker and what effect it had onto the world, I think a lot of people wanted to be that Joker. I don't right. think that's the case as much with this. I don't think, and and I I'm I'm hit with that question on if if there's you know it's it's silly to think some people some people think movies should be more responsible and not and not put. Uh, villainy up on a pedestal to be to be admired and adored and if that's the case then maybe this movie is is more you know um thoughtful exploration of that because yeah he's not one that you really want to want to be <laughs> you know it's like i don't know this is this guy's yeah, kind of no, pathetic I, and I and um and uh so but i i again i'm not of the the mind that movies need to play things responsibly. I think I I like intelligent movies, even if they do play with, you know. I think I think you brought up Taxi Driver. I think uh, Robert De Niro's character in Taxi Driver um, did um, 
create, you know, it was it was something that people wanted to be. I think the whole Hinckley murder or not murder, the assassination attempt on Reagan was inspired by Taxi Driver and someone who wanted to be. I think they were more obsessed with Jodie Foster. But uh, uh, but again, it was inspired by that movie and being and and what uh, Robert De Niro's character uh, wanted to to be in that. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And, and yeah, there there is a lot of those where people come out with these movies and they're like, oh, you can't put that out there. And this had the same thing, apparently. I, I tried to look it up. I didn't get it as much time as I wanted to because I had a bunch of other stuff going on. But, you know, there was there was controversy with this, like, oh, you can't, you can't, you know, portray mental illness like that. You can't portray, you know, uh, the sycophant per- people uh, wanting to emulate uh, Arthur Fleck and you know a lot of people had issues with that and it was like I was like no I, I'm with you Yick. you can play movies however you want right it, you can't control how people are going to see them and react to them I mean if that was the case we would never have any entertainment at all because it's it would all be boring ass shit did you, you ever know? see that movie uh, <laughs> Heathers it was a long time ago I think it was called oh Heathers. with the 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 the, the is that, isn't that the witches or the, the three girls that they're all named Heather and like they kill each other or kill well, a bunch of people? Or? Did it have, um, who was kind of that heartthrob at the time? Uh, yeah, yeah almost, I know exactly. I want to say River Phoenix, but it wasn't. It was the same guy that was in uh, Broken Arrow. I'm going to look up Broken Arrow real quick uh, because, because... Christian that, Slater. Christian Slater. So Christian Slater ends up at the end of the movie. Doesn't he like slap a, a big bomb on his chest and go and try to blow up a high school and he ends up blowing himself up, I think. Am I right? No, this sounds, this has been a long no, time it, I saw yeah. it. But, <laughs> but he was a character that he was a sex symbol. Everyone, you know, adored Christian Slater. And for him to come out with this movie, that's a, that's a tricky movie. I, I, I'm, I'm almost interested to see it again just, <laughs> at, at, just to see how it – Because – huh? It's at Westberg High where the cliques rule, jocks dominate, and all the popular girls are named Heather – <laughs> okay. well, uh, why not a writer was she in that yeah 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 she's uh christian slater renona weiner Sh- uh shannon doherty i think that was one of oh her that's big, right big roles. that's right but that kind of explores this this is the movie right that that he, mm-hmm. he yeah i think tries to blow up de- the high school at the end yeah i think you're right for sure um i do remember watching this like fuck Probably well. Yeah, there I'm it is. Sure. Veronica Krentz, James. I, yeah, I was I was in high school, but I don't remember much from it. But yeah, he was he was definitely a bad boy. I think him and him, him and uh, they even made a musical Renona, out of it. That's great. <laughs> Renona, oh god, god, I'm so sick of musical. Him and Renona Renona Weiner end up <laughs> Say like killing all the. No, I won't. <laughs> they end up being the killers of all the 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 popular girls. And, you know, they're they're kind of right. they're the the outcast taking on you know. Eat the rich again. Yeah. You know, it's another another theme. You know, got to punch up. It. Tricky movie though, because that that's where you're borderline. It's like, are you trying to, you know, anyone that that looks up to Christian Slater or sees that sex symbol that he is, especially pre-internet. You know, here you're dealing with. My wife and I were talking about about um, kind of the influence of the of the internet. I I was I I was talking mm-hmm. about this movie because I was a little hesitant coming into this podcast because I know you're not a big <laughs> fan of it and I, I wanted to talk about it for for certain things and I didn't want it you know sometimes sometimes I'm having to over defend it and then it comes across as really you know no fun and and so I, I just I just decided I, I wanted to just 
you know, if you had a problem with it, I was just going to listen and then I was going to keep keep talking. But but we were talking about the influence of of role models. And yeah, I think I was thinking of politically how, you know, it's funny how people can can look at subjects and have an opinion and defend it with certain certain things. And then when another thing comes along, they basically negate those things with different opinions that are almost in conflict. And I, th- I brought up a very heated thing where it came to like abortion and gun control and where people are very, there, there are a lot of, most people who are anti-abortion or pro-choice or pro, uh, pro-life are pro-gun and, you know, they want to uh, you know, regulate, they don't want any sort of regulation when it comes to guns, but they want all the, reg- you know, they want to enforce, you know, women do not have the right to uh, regulate their own body. And and some may say, well, you're dealing with life and death when it comes to abortion. It's like, well, you're dealing with life and death when it comes to guns. And it, it becomes kind of tricky because you're using that same sort of argument in opposite ways to to make your point. And I'm not saying which side I'm on. I, I know it's nuanced yeah. and I know there's issues, but sometimes when people look at things very two-dimensionally or politically or something, they come across as just, it just sounds stupid when someone's trying to defend something and they throw out this argument and and then they turn around to another subject and they throw out the opposite argument. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, but it's fair to say that in our society, there are points of view that seem to be in common usually and and the political divide is a very good representation of differences in people and and so you you say what's the origin of that how can someone be so different in their thinking and we were thinking about you know the internet we were also thinking about pre-internet role models and and father figures and and parental figures and can have influence whether it's authoritarian you're raised in kind of under the but I don't know this. I, this was just me exploring it because what creates a joker? You know, what creates this? And I think it's well, fascinating to explore. And I'm glad that they tried to dissect it and come up with some understanding. I understand that you're you think it went away from the source material. But I well, don't that's I why don't know. I know that's that's why I think, like I said, I said earlier that I think this movie should have just been called The Clown. Or something, okay. something other than Joker. I think they use the Joker, and I'm not the only or one. Or King of Comedy. That. I mean, it is fair to say I mean, that this is it, this is the same sort of thing we've seen with Taxi Driver, or King of Comedy. Exactly. Like, okay, I I think they used. I I, I I seriously think Todd Phillips used the Joker side of this to really just get the okay to make this this movie that he wanted this this gritty Taxi Driver rebootish type movie. <clears throat> because if you think about it, a lot of the stuff that's Batman esque and 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 Joker are kind of thrown in in a little bit off the kilter of what really it is, because they don't necessarily fit with what everything the Joker was before. But it it is a good story underlying with that. Like if you take away the Batman stuff of this, if you take that that creepy part where he's walking down the the fence and he sees young Bruce Wayne and he fucking puts his fingers in his mouth. Yeah, like. I, I agree with that, you. I, that that scene seemed a little uh, off to me. I don't, I don't like. I okay, that, personally, I right now, to take that one out. Yeah, right. Okay. Also, if that was Alfred and that guy was standing on the other side, he would have beat the fuck out of him. Like that. You don't. You wouldn't have just let 
this fucking crazy dude stick his fingers in the mouth of the kid it's, that you're watching. Like, I, I agree. It just, it's tough to <laughs> it's tough to to see that and think that there wasn't going to be more more of a reaction. You, I guess you can say, well, this is early on, but but no, I I, I agree. I agree with you there. That was a little. Well, that, uh, that was but that's what I mean. Is I think he he had this movie and he had this idea and and he could have done this whole movie. If he would have just said, hey, this is the clown, call it the comedian, anything else, but take the Joker out of it and take the Batman references. And it probably would have been a better movie because you would have had people like me going, OK, this isn't the Joker. This is just society's effect on the mentally ill that are forgotten and, and drop through the fucking, you know, the rungs because they're, they're, they're the downtrodden and, and they're, they're the forgotten, you know, with, with everything that's going on. Cause that's what I, they talk about. So, you know, he loses his medication and all of a sudden he's off his medication and things change. But you know, there, there is a reason why they attach this to a comic book character. And that's, cause they want, actually, they want free fans, free but, fans. That's what well, it is. It's, it's what, it's what the fans want, though, too. It's what the we are. Ooh, I'm we gonna are, disagree with that. We are craving superhero wait, wait, wait. movies. We are tired. But this is not of, a superhero movie. We this are tired. Okay. We are tired. The 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 audiences are tired of Marvel. It's run its course. It's like we're ready okay. for something a little different. I'm I'm just saying this is this is kind of the what I sense in audiences right now is that. Superhero movies became huge with Marvel. I mean, we've we've covered the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that became huge. <laughs> but but you know, you there becomes there becomes kind of this regurgitation of of this thrill ride when okay. it comes to the MCU. It, it's a, it's a struggle. So how do we how do we tell a story and we tap into an audience's need? I I I, I understand. I understand. It's Deadpool. fair to say that this is. You you mentioned pandering, and maybe it is kind of tapping into, hey, this is an avenue for us to explore this, and so, the audience have a craving for this. There is a there is a desire to explore this. You, so all of the, all of the people that I've listened to that were that proclaim themselves as big Batman fans or comic book fans did not care for this movie as much. Most well, of the ones that were like, like, and that's, and, and I get what you're saying about, yes, Marvel okay, but, went on a but, certain... But you listen to, it's got to be, there are so many people that loved this movie, though, too. I agree that there's a lot of people that do not, do not care for it, for it or are offended by it. But, you know, God, I mean, I was just looking at Mark Hamill's take on it. He, he was promoting it on his, on, his, on his feed as far as how much he adored this uh, portrayal. Um, a lot of... A lot of people do appreciate this uh, take on it, so I, I agree that there's people that are going to be turned off by it. Think it's think it's not what they want to see with their with their DC comic book. But but so what? I mean, I'm well, very, I mean, you, you said though. I, I'm just saying that that's that's what I got from a lot of the people. I, I mean, I listened to probably a handful, eight or so different ones, and. I did get some people that loved it and thought it was great and stuff. And there were some, but there was some people that I would have thought would have been like, Oh my God, this is, you know, that are very big movie fans in certain things. And they were the same thing as me. They were like, there's parts of this movie that are great, but it's not the Joker. And one of the people that I listened to brought up the fact that like, they really believe that the, the, the director and writer, 
Tom Phillips said, has this movie and he goes, he goes, this is how I'm going to get the money to do it. I'm going to attach it to comic books because comic books can get money. And that's what they did. That's why I'm saying this could have been a movie by itself where you didn't put the Joker on it and change what the Joker is and change this, you know, and could have had the same fucking movie. Call it the clown. Like I said, it, it didn't, it didn't really elevate the Joker in any way. It didn't bring anything like, oh, my God, that's that makes him such. It actually ruins the character in a lot of ways. So yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. I, and my yeah is not in agreement. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I God, I don't think it ruins the character. I think it, it adds so well, much it, more nuance. Okay. And it, it's, it, it's fair to say there are many different takes on the Joker. And it's I to me, I think that's OK. That's fair. I mean, I'm sure there's rules. Uh, this was DC, um, you know, this is not part of the DC universe or what, what do they call it? The cinematic no. universe that they call it. What do yeah, they call and they it? Even the, DCEU. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, I, I was talking to Sydney it's, and uh, I said, I said, yeah, this is not a comic book movie, whereas Dark Knight is more a comic book movie. But then I thought For sure. the whole, this whole idea of comic book movie movie having book next to movie is just seems like a a, a um, okay well let me I, I thought about this a lot because <laughs> i knew you were going to come in with this with a with like oh my god this is this is you know a great movie and all this and uh so <laughs> well, no no hold well, on, hold on. You, Listen. you know i i like this movie yeah sure okay right and you know no, it's I, fair I, I tried to prepare for knowing that you did not right like this movie, okay so, so I, I tried to think of an of a way to explain how this made me feel in a way that you would understand Someone is going to make a movie about Indiana Jones, right? And it's totally going to rewrite everything about Indiana Jones that it was. It's really just some ninth grade history teacher that's a fat pudgy dude that all this is is in his dreams. And he it does none of the stuff that he does. Is that going to change it for you? It's, it's, it's another take on Indiana Jones. It's really just some professor or, or some high school student or uh, teacher that's a history teacher that thinks he's better or bigger than he is and has these uh, delusions of grandeur and has these daydreams or these psychosomatic uh, things that thinks that he goes off and does all these adventures. Is that going to change it for you? Is, it gonna is that going to ruin? Is that going to change Indiana Jones for you? Is that going to tarnish any of the stuff that was done before? Is it going to make you think any differently? No. I, I, I mean, is this a trick question? No, I, I mean... I I I think that's I'm just a cool saying that's idea. a beloved character. I'd love that's to see like somebody like David Lynch do something <laughs> like that and have some fun with with I no I I understand your question and I don't think that would bother me. I I, I am I am a big fan of Indiana Jones, but it doesn't bother me. No, that wouldn't bother me. But I I see what do you're you know trying what I'm, to I'm trying to say though that I mean it's they're taking something that has 80 years of history. Yeah. That was never this, you know, they're, and then they're changing it, but they're not, they're not paying as much homage to what was there before them. They're kind of going on this different route that's just really, yeah, that doesn't even match up with really what the, the character is. And I mean, other than the fact that he laughs and has clown makeup, the, this, this guy is not intelligent like the Joker is in, in pretty much every other iteration that's ever been done. You know, he's supposed to be this kind of genius guy that's, he, he, you know, a little bit into chaos, a little bit into, 
this craziness and 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 this guy isn't really that he's crazy but it's more of a mental illness right he's very violent yes and we've had that in the past and that's really the only thing that kind of sticks with it is you know i it just it didn't fit for me and and like i said when you put the joker name on it and that's my biggest problem with this is that they tried to tie this to joker the movie itself is fine it's it's a, it's for what it is it's good it's not rewatchable it's 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 yeah, not something not you're book, gonna yeah, go. I understand. It's not something I would ca- I would ever care to watch again. There's nothing yeah. that I'm gonna pick up new from this, and I, there's nothing I'm gonna go. Oh my god, that was so great! And I yeah, walk away and, feeling and, excited. And that and that's why I think you and I make a good pair when it comes to talking yeah. about movies because we bring different perspectives. Because I right. do like to rewatch this, and I'm gonna I'm okay. I'm fascinated by that, and I think we have different points of view when it comes to, to watching movies. And I think as long as we're not, well, we could butt heads like Siskel and Ebert or do whatever we want. But I, oh, yeah, I, mean, but I mean, I, I, I think it's sometimes boring to listen to two people that are just exactly yeah. on the same page. Oh my God, that was the uh, best movie ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. So, I agree with you. So, um, and yeah, I, 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 I see I, where you're coming from with being a little offended by, by it when something is that dear to our hearts and we see someone taking it in a way that is almost perverted or it like it perverts the the source material in a sense it feels uh like there's a certain rape happening you know and and i'm right that is like that I is said. a hard that is a harsh word but but i mean some of your some yeah. of your reactions sometimes come across as very <laughs> uh, angry and 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 so it, i think it's fair to to add a little gravitas to a word so maybe that's a good one even though might no i know be what you're saying yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. but that this movie obviously is a little triggering in the sense that that it's it it is taking i, I do think this movie was taking risks because a lot of people are going to be turned off well, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, no, it I made a, it made over a billion dollars. It certainly was very successful. It. Uh, I, I'm. I'm nervous and fascinated about the new one coming out because I think, I think there's a bigger risk with this second movie, because. Oh God, yes. Because, in this second movie, you need to. He needs to be more the Joker or Joker. Sorry, not the Joker. <laughs> it's like Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad. Yeah, right, right, uh, right. Speaking right. of Joker, oh, there's a Joker that we're not that interested. Oh but my anyway, god, no, that's actually but, even a worse Joker. But but for <laughs> me, this movie had some leeway because it was it was the metamorphosis of Arthur Fleck into the the butterfly in the end, and it's just almost like he's emerging from the cocoon at the end, to use a. Yeah, you no, know, no, no. I see what you're saying. A metaphor. I just don't, a na- I, natural I, metaphor. So, yeah, uh, but, no, no. But I the next movie, saying. he's going to be Joker, and that's where it's got to line up, or it's got to be close. And and so I I hope we get a something a little bit more meaty from a little bit more Joker, a little bit more comic book, a reflection, and that's going to make that sequel uh, that much more challenging. Or maybe it's I, through the eyes of Harley Quinn or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm not. They, so they're sure keeping that's it a little, cool. a little on on the down low. I think the whole idea of this musical is still even a a 
uh, a theory. I, I don't think it's it's right. I don't, I don't think it's it's uh, been confirmed or not. It does say that on Wikipedia and sites that they, they said it suggested it's a mer- it's a music. But they even made this one. They wanted the Joker to have music in his in his. Being, well, they, that was kind of how he manifested some of his characteristics. They kind of did in a way. Like, there's a lot of. Um, it's almost like the music is playing from his perspective. You know, the 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 soundtrack and stuff is playing from his perspective when you when you listen to it. Um, <clears throat> which, in a way, is really. I mean, this is where you're right. This there's a lot of stuff about this that it, it does make a really good movie. Where if you buy into and you really sold on everything about Arthur Fleck being crazy and following and looking at it through his eyes and stuff. The music you hear from his ears and stuff, it's almost like it's only playing in his head and stuff like that. It's just, like I said, it's it's a weird one for me to watch and I don't enjoy it. Like, his weird fucking dancing is, is I don't, I just, I don't know. It's, 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 I, I I I was drawn to it. I was captivated. I get but, it. You but it's would, almost that, like Tai Chi at times when he's like, <laughs> it's some sort of uh, mental dance going on. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like it's manifesting itself from the from the music that he's hearing, and that's and that's why I base my cocktail off of that, uh, just because yeah, and, I I was fascinated by that. And you're right. It's it, like I said, if you buy into it and you're into Arthur and the craziness that he is, you could you could follow this and be into it. I was so off put off by it that it just it wasn't. I didn't want I didn't want to be part of it. I didn't I, want to be anywhere near it. I also like, um, you know, Dark Knight and uh, Christopher Nolan's trilogy was very mm-hmm. much exploring this the 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 origin of Batman, where he be, how he be, how he defines himself, how how it's someone it was trying to define how Bruce Wayne became Batman, uh, how he. Mm-hmm. What reasons define him? It's not just oh, I'm going to put the on rules that run crime, yeah, yeah. but what where what are all these triggering moments? And I thought even and I I think they even explored this in Dark Knight with Joker's okay. is and they, they certainly explore it in in the movie Joaquin Phoenix's Joker or Todd Phillips' Joker um, with how Joker kind of rationalizes um, violence, just like. Batman rationalizes violence. Batman has a code. He doesn't kill people. Whereas Joker has a code. He doesn't kill people that don't, that aren't nice. You know, I think which, uh, but, uh, but it's interesting to see that they kind of can't, I mean, there is a, there is certainly a difference, but there is a similarity too, which is kind of intriguing. There's a fine line between, between good and, and bad and Batman is not someone that you would necessarily be able to draw that distinction, you know? No, no. Okay. Well, and that's, if we're going to talk about the difference between dark Knight and, and the, the, the relationship between Batman and the Joker, that's one of the few that does it so well. That is so good because it, I mean, it, it, it talks about it. They have the, the conversation. He's like, you know, why do you want to kill me? He's like, I don't want to kill you. He goes, yeah. he goes, you know, you, you complete me. And that's that's it's, the thing. They're they're, they're it's beautiful. They're, they're kind, of, and, kind of, and it it's interesting. Now, wait. If we were to separate Heath Ledger from the Dark Knight, how would you like the Dark Knight? I mean, if as as without without the Joker. Well, I mean, it, it would be very much of a, a 
Batman what, Begins. What, Twenty minute movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm just saying that. The, I okay. think Heath Ledger's performance elevated that. Oh, for uh, sure, for in, sure. In, in such an incredible way that I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, but. Batman Begins was so-so, and I think this movie, especially if you look at at Batman in general or some of the other things, they were they were fun, but it it was something about Heath Ledger's performance oh, that that gave it something. I he 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 defined. Yeah, I uh, I think uh, the Dark Knight is the best of the three, which yeah. I think is because of. Uh, Heath Ledger's uh, Joker in that and the character in the story it's being told. The other two are okay. But they're not as great. Um, as far as like the other Batman, I mean, I really enjoyed the the newest one, um, Batman yeah. with, you know, I, I think that was, and that was Arthur one Patterson, where, yeah. yeah, where kind of Batman, Batman in that one is kind of the, the, the lowest link in that. I mean, just the whole story, it's, it's kind of a new start on it too, but it's just, it's it's better from the whole story being told. Where I, you like can I check think, out our podcast from last year, where we talked about <laughs> the Batman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know that was one of the things people talked about. Is this the this Joker ever going to be in a uh, see a Batman? And they said no, or or at least that Batman. And they said no, it, they, that's not going to happen. This this Joker will never be in a Batman esque movie. So <clears throat> they're making a whole. They're making a Joker that never is I, part of a Batman. Har- Harvey Dent was teased in the in the next movie, though. At least, at least I saw rumors and, that Harvey Dent is going to be in the next Joker movie. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> uh, there. I mean, everything I hear about it just makes me want to watch it less and less and less and less. <laughs> like I'm serious. <laughs> Musical, uh, Harvey Dent. Uh, yeah, no. I mean. No, there, there's nothing about it that makes me want to see it. And, and it, I'm good on you for it being your most anticipated movie of 2024. <laughs> but fuck no. I, no, no, I mean, no. it's a musical. It's a it's a superhero musical. I know that, you, that you, I know I know saying superhero offends you. But uh, but <sighs> I mean, it's it not, sounds ridiculous. And and yet the way this movie affected me i'm i'm just so intrigued on what the, what they decide cuz you, you know they're not just going to put the same movie out there they're going to i don't think so i don't think so i don't, so. I, don't um, I don't put oh wait wait okay hold on it just seems bold I, and i'm excited by that <laughs> okay i i do not put that much trust in todd phillips right he did okay. the hangover sequ- uh, trilogy and you know the first movie was amazing but uh yeah this the second and third one left as a, as a director design. and writer i mean he's not i mean he's not that great of a you know he doesn't have that great of a track record war, yeah, track uh, record, war dogs. I, I give you that again again over, <laughs> war dogs I think a lot, is kind of uh, a, a lot of people i've never seen that but i think a lot of people do like that one that or, i would say it's kind of starch and hutch it's got a cult following I don't know. Yeah, I looked Old at his school, movies. Old school road trip. You're right. I mean, come on. He doesn't have that much going for him, but I did like his. I, I saw some interviews and his take on how he how he chose to approach this movie, and uh, I, I'm well I'm and interested so, in what he brings to the next one. So that's all I can say. You know. And I don't I don't know exactly what was said, but I heard some stuff about him coming out and saying part of what you know when Joker came out, he was. He came out and said that, you know, comedy is dead. Uh, the PC police destroyed comedy. And this is how he's now he how he's going to write stuff and all this. And I was like, what, what the fuck is that? I mean, just I think I think what he said and maybe. Well, what I heard was he 
this is a movie where he took away the cartoon element of the character, uh, which presents the violence in a clearer, more resonant way. And some of those are probably my words, but in, in a sense that it, rather than sensationalizing it through comic books, violence, this was one that tried to take away the comic book aspect and just present it in a dark, in kind of more of a gloomier, realistic light and how to try to uh, approach that when it comes to a movie. I thought that was interesting, okay. um, but but yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, I I've seen some people that are ripping apart this movie, and I am so turned off by some of the things they're saying. But they're so based on things that aren't tied to the movie. It's like, oh, you know, I heard the director say this, or I heard, or 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 you know, these things that are. Uh, influence out of influencers' mouths or something like that. It's like, well, well let's talk about the movie. Let's, don't just. <laughs> well, I know how you talk love about the... <laughs> oh, Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I get it. I, it's one of those things. Is this is one of those movies that was so, you know, people, people were on on both sides, and I know there's a ton of people that love this movie. I, I just don't. I'm not one of those. It, it's, I mean. You know, it's interesting. I, we talked about what is our favorite superhero movie. And I think at the time I mentioned Logan. That, and, yeah. And I think I, I, I would still put that above this movie. That, that Logan is oh, still. 100%. It, it, um, not 100% for me, but I, I, do, I do really like that one. I think, I think this movie, I'm, I, I, I prefer the third act than in Logan. Logan, I wasn't as huge a fan of the, of the third act, but in this one, I'm a much bigger fan of the third act. Okay. But, but I do see some um, commonalities in those two movies, Logan and this movie. I, uh, Logan as Hugh Jackman, it's certainly much more uh, grounded, but, it, but it's still try, uh, grounded, I think is a good word. It still tries to, to ground the material, make it more uh, resonated at an emotional level. And that just, draws me in uh, and okay. I don't know why that's just something that that I'm I'm hooked on even if it's kind of <laughs> weird character that that is you know but but I'm fascinated I'm fascinated and I I like it when there seems to be um not a logic but like an emotional strain where you can follow the character and see things changing and, and it, you follow it you you like can grab hold and and the the character takes you and and sympathy you mentioned sympathy you weren't sympathetic towards it but there is still sort of a for me an emotional draw into these character into this characters particularly um okay. even even some of the side characters the 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 love interest, the uh, the two the two guys, you know, he ends up murdering Randall that comes over. But then there's the the little person. What's his name? I, I think I wrote it down here. Who he doesn't <laughs> kill because he's nice, you know. And and the the very humanized way that they portray these side characters, I thought was interesting. Even Randall, who is kind of a bully, but at the same time, you do kind of sympathize. You understand where he's coming from, and 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 it. I like that. I like that that it seems more nuanced human portrayals. They're not so two dimensional. Even though I think that's how okay. I, think I that's how was, Joker is seeing it. Joker is just. I saying, thought it was very flat with all the people around him. I thought there was very little. I think that's personality I, in anybody but him. I think that's how he sees them. He he is so self absorbed. He is you know so 
he's got so much self-pity, he's isolated, he's angry, he gets so easily humiliated, he wants to be revered and adored, and, and I think that gives him kind of this tunnel vision on people. And so when people are reaching out, he only sees it as black or white. And so, okay. but, but then I thought it made for an but, boring, but boring that's character. where, that's where when it comes to repeated viewing, I see these characters and I, and I almost see the performance in those side characters seems a little bit more nuanced, almost like there's something else happening. And yet, and we're, we're kind of hidden from it because we're, we're so, uh, we're seeing it so much from uh, Arthur Fleck's point of view. Okay. I'll stop. I'm sorry. I got, no, <laughs> I, no, I mean, I get, I, this movie's know, getting me a little carried away, but no, you you are defending very heartily, but I, it's it is what it is. No, I mean that's great that you can see it for that, because that's that's just something that I didn't see in this, and 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 it doesn't have a draw enough for me to want to watch it again. Uh, it is one of the least uh, anticipated uh, sequels that I've I could ever think of. Um, okay. Probably not least, but. Um, no, I just it's one of those things I just didn't care for it. And 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 I will admit the the whole body deformation crap, I just I didn't you know when you watch something and you just don't feel comfortable? That's what this was. And and I understand that that's kind of what he was trying to do. That does not make it enjoyable for me. Okay. Right? And so if I'm not enjoying watching something, I'm not going to you know like it in the end. It's you know and I understand that's what horror movies are, but there's a difference. You go into a horror movie wanting to be uncomfortable and wanting to be on the edge of your seat. This is, I want a story. I don't want to have to feel like awkward and weird. And so that's where this just didn't do it for me. And I, I didn't I was talking to my, I was talking to my brother about this movie over, I think it was over Thanksgiving, pretty recent. And, and he talked about how much it just, this movie just turned him off so much, which kind of surprised me because we're kind of the, we have a lot of similarities when it comes to, mm -hmm. to taste. Um, and um, actually it wasn't, it wasn't Thanksgiving. I think it was earlier. And, and, and then I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, but, and then I, t I think it was Thanksgiving that I talked to, to him about it again. He's like, no, I did not like it. It was just it so much bothered me. And I think at this point he was more open to it, almost like, like he was intrigued because it bothered him so much. Um, but it was still an interesting perspective coming from, from my brother that, that we often see eye to eye when it comes to, <laughs> to, comes to, comes to films being so negatively impacted by this. But I, I say that because um, you were so turned off by his, you know, his, his posture, you know, his, his spine, yeah. the way he kind of bent over. And well, it was also can, just the character in general. And, and, and it is possible that they were trying to, you know, be, they revolting. were trying to do that. And, and they were, and, he, yeah, he was, yeah. You know, he's, he, cause he's got some kind of deformed shoulder thing and he knows it. And so he was playing it up and the director knew it. So they were filming it and they were trying to make people uncomfortable and that's fine. But, you can't get mad if you make someone uncomfortable and they go, okay, well, I don't fucking like that. No, right. No, no, that's fine. If there's, if, if there's a flavor you don't like, right. If there's a piece of food or a, a uh, some type of food that you don't like, and you go to a restaurant and that's what they serve you, you're not going to give them a good review. No, I know that. And that's, and that's where it's like, know your audience. If your audience right. is, is the masses, you know, you've got to figure out a, a lowest common denominator. But if you, if you're kind of handpicking your audience, you know, that, there are, are going to be a lot of people that are turned off from seeing 
Joaquin Phoenix's, you know, bony spine poking out of his, you know, hunched <laughs> posture um, and to the point where that's going to turn them off of the movie. And and that's probably a choice. They're like, well, yeah, but, you know, maybe we're going to we're going to, you know, interest other people that want that that are fascinated by this this exposure by, you know, by sh- by showing this side of things. Sometimes there are some people that are that are intrigued by that. I, I, I don't think I'm drawn into that, but it didn't. I don't think it, it turned me off like it did you, but it it certainly I just it certainly it was, the whole was, thing. was upsetting to see. And that was that was the start of it. And then the, the woe was me, the whole I, I just wasn't intrigued by the character. He didn't have anything that I cared about. I didn't care where he ended up. Uh, it started when he got his ass whooped in the first part. He chased down the kids and got got beat up. I was kind of like, oh, okay, I can see it. What this is going to be the whole time? It's just so I. I, I mean, he he, he talked is. about you know last last week. I talked about the different ingredients that went into Heath Ledger's um, Heath Ledger's uh, Joker. I think there was. Well, there was a few things that I tied to my cocktail, but in this one, it was it was Joaquin Phoenix in an interview. He was talking about, you know, you take Todd and Todd and Scott, the director, and the and they both wrote it too. Pieces of me, and then he said, and Catherine Hepburn, Hepburn, and uh, Frankenfurter from uh, from yeah, um, and put those two together, and uh, that's their Joker. I thought that Catherine Hepburn was hilarious thinking of that, and you know she's. I remember her from On Golden Pond, and I, I know that's kind of unfair because right. I think she was suffering from what's the, what's that um, inability to stay still. You know, she always kind of, she had yeah. the shakes. Park, Parkinson's. I, I don't know if it was Parkinson's, not uh, but because she just couldn't couldn't. She kind of had that the way she spoke. It, it, it kind of right. resonated with her bounce and stuff. And uh, to me, I just kind of threw that on this Joker and it made me laugh. Um, and that's probably unfair. I'm not trying to laugh. Yeah. At she's, she's hilarious. I, I think Catherine Hepburn is, is quite the individual, although quite before my time, but not, not quite before <laughs> my time because I remember seeing on golden pond in the theater when, and I think she won. Oh, that was, uh, I was, uh, definitely younger when that came out. It was, I think it was 11. Yeah, eighty-one. Here we are, New York, eighty-one. I think is what I mentioned was was the time period this was trying to represent. Um, so, right when On Golden Pond came out, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is, and uh, you know, I knew we we we've been talking back and forth about this for a long time before we started this podcast. Uh, <laughs> both of us knowing that we were both on different sides of this. I, I, yeah, I don't think we planned on covering this one, but then it's like, hey, if we're going to do Dark Knight, why don't we just talk about the other Joker movie? That And, and so I appreciate that, uh, that you... We had to because we've talked about it so much between the two of us, and so we had to get it out there, and this is the best way to do it for us, uh, and, and hopefully you guys enjoyed us uh, talking about <laughs> it back and forth. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys have your takes. I'd be interesting to hear that. You can always let us know at the, the, the dot podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think or hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you know, you can always do that and let us know what you think. I would be interested to hear what other people thought because it, you know, it is a polarizing movie as far as like you, yeah, you like it or you good don't. Word. I don't, th- I don't think there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, it was, you know, it's kind of either way, a give or take. I think it is one of those where it's kind of like you either really liked it or you really didn't. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and, or- and there are a lot of people that, I mean, it, it has a high rating on IMDb. So it, there are a lot of people that liked it. 
And he won an Academy Award. I mean, this is it's rare <coughs> to to get an Academy Award for uh, a a comic book adjacent. I don't know how to say it, but character. And yet, and yet, we've had two in our in our in the Academy the Award. One. I don't know. I was going to say Oscars. Lifetime. Yeah, but uh, all def, all def, all based on the same character. <laughs> Okay, so Heath Ledger and, right, and Joaquin let, Phoenix. Let, yeah. Let's put it. Let's put it down to this: Who did it better? So who? who? Yeah. So <laughs> I. So my answer for this, if, if you were going to ask which movie I liked more, I was going to. I think I I teased this at the beginning, because um, I don't I don't know how to answer it. It's a tough one. But if you look at people, I like Star Wars. And I like Star Trek. I adore both of them. And to me, that's kind of what this feels like. It feels like okay. Dark Knight feels like Star Wars and 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 Joker feels like Star Trek. I, I know one's science fiction and one's, you know, one's comic book or character, you know, but but it seems like they're different enough to where it's it's tough to to hold one above the other. I am just, I know your answer. I'm not going to even, we don't even need to go there. But uh, but I think it's, I, I like to think of these as different performances. I think Heath Ledger is a brilliant performance in in Dark Knight. And I think Joaquin Phoenix is a, is a brilliant performance in Joker. So I'm going to leave it even. I'm not going to, I'm not going to vote, but I'm going to leave that Star Wars versus Star Trek <laughs> metaphor on the table. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I know. I, we don't, I'm, I'm we don't, a, yeah. What, what, so what so is Noah, Star Wars? Which one? Which one do you think w- de- deserved that Oscar? Do you think uh, maybe maybe Heath Ledger? Ledger, if he maybe if they just like Heath Ledger's spine. I'm sorry, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's spine went up against Heath Ledger. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix by a by a vertebrae. You know, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> uh, I I I. I get what you're saying that, yes, they both are, you know, they both won for, for best actor and all that. Uh, I was, I movie wise. Yes. I I'm going to go with dark Knight. I think dark Knight has a huge, uh, more watchability, uh, rewatchability. Like you can get more out of it. It's, it's sure. more entertaining. It, it just Joker is, is not a fun watch. It's not something I ever go back to. Entertaining is, an, in, is a, is a fair word. I think dark Knight yeah. is definitely an entertaining movie where Joker is not about entertainment, yeah. but but now as that, far I, as yeah, their best performance in, in getting uh, the Oscars for him, uh, I'm not going to say that Joaquin didn't deserve uh, a best actor for it. I, I I I agree. He acted the hell out of what he was given. It's just not my Joker. Yeah. Now what I think, and and this is this is the interesting part to me is what uh, um, Dark Knight did is it kind of. It it took that character and and it brought it to a level where people went, oh yeah, no, I want that Joker in my comics now too. Nobody has said that about Joaquin's Joker. Right. Nobody nobody wants to go, oh yeah, I want to read a, a fucking Arthur Fleck comic book. You know what I mean? So I think that's why and and that's why I said I th- the movies for sure. I'm gonna go Dark Knight. Best Joker, I'm gonna definitely go with Heath Ledger. Now, like I said before, if they would have called this movie The Clown. And took all the Batman references out of it. I think it could have been a better movie, because no matter what I try and do, I can't get this out of my mind that this is this is Joker and this. Yeah, is it's not a thorn him. in your side. Yeah, it would be like going. This is good. This is going to be you know the best example. Like it'd be like going to out to a steakhouse and they give you a fucking uh, uh, Beyond Burger. 
okay? Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be like meat, but it's not really meat, okay? <laughs> it might be the best Beyond Burger in the world, but it's still not meat. You know, it's that's kind of what that Joker was to me. Yeah, so. a lot of people were really turned out. What was it? We we covered our very first podcast was the last last the, Star the Wars star? movie. Yeah, yeah. But, but what was the Last Jedi? A lot of people, and you know, were really offended by the Last Jedi. Even Mark Hamill, I think, was a little. He was really struggling with how his character was portrayed in the Last Jedi to the point where. I think a lot of fans really felt that that was a betrayal of George Lucas and, and, and the universe that he created. And that's I probably what you're feeling with this. Is yeah, it's just, and, that's, and that's where a lot of it comes from. And, and people, some people will get upset, some people won't. Mark Hamill, great, another great Joker, although he's only the voice from the animated series, he does an incredible job. Yeah. Um, super, super good. Um, and, and matter of fact, he's one of the ones that has kind of elevated the the character so much that he actually has um influenced the comics right they you know his personality through his voice acting alone has has attributed to uh comic books being written differently nice uh, to to kind of copy him uh so before we get too far or get 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 to the end here uh you know sometimes we talk about what else we've been watching and i know we talked about it before we got uh, got going here today um I, i'm curious to hear uh you know what it was you were watching you you talked to well me about a little i bit. haven't watched that much it was i'm i'm stuck on three series and, and one of them is next week we're covering echo so i'm i'm trying to squeeze a little bit mm. of that in um so but we'll talk about that next week I'm really excited because I have been following Fargo, the season five, I believe is what it is, um, with, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's in, in uh, Ted Lasso. She's the, she's the girl in Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. she's, she's great. But anyway, the, the last episode, I've, I've watched them all for this season, and the last episode dropped on Hulu just today. I think it premiered on FX last night. And it's available on Hulu. So after we're done with this, I'm going to watch that very last episode and see how that season turns out. I did that last week after our podcast last week. I watched the the seventh episode, I believe. So so I watched that. And then uh, True Detective, the new season, just dropped. They've only got one episode out on HBO, but uh, Jodie Foster is in it. And I've 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 watched the first episode and I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that kind of that dark, gloomy tone that comes with all the, all the true detectives. You know, it, it's, it's similar to the tone of this movie. It's just dark and gloomy. No, and stuff. no, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. So for some reason, I'm kind of drawn to it. It's, it's um, similar to this one is reminds me of, of the thing. You know, it kind of takes place in this, in this snowy, in the snowy uh, town where the, they're they're doing some sort of experiment and they all end up missing and they're coming in to try to figure out what happened. So it's it's a little mysterious, um, but uh, we'll see what happens. True Detective is just an interesting series and in how it goes. It's 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 very psychologically um, uh, deep when it comes to exploring the nature of criminal behavior and and I'm not talking about like criminal minds. I'm I'm talking about I mean if anyone's seen the first season uh of of True Detective, it is haunting. And uh, everyone knows um everyone's seen on you know little memes of of uh Matthew McConaughey's performance. Um, <laughs> he's 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 very very good in that one. Woody Harrelson's in that too. 
And uh, they, they both right. do a great job. And it's generational, too. I know in that one, in, I, I'm not sure if all the seasons are generational where it, like it, they play younger versions of, them, of themselves. I, can't, oh, I didn't, gotcha. I didn't yeah. finish season two. Season two wasn't very uh, well received. Uh, season three was, was really good. Uh, Marshala Ali was in that, and that was, that was a really good season. So I'm hoping this one kind of keeps that uh, level of interest. It's gotten some good, good acclaim, but I don't know if, if all the episodes have dropped for critics. They might just be basing it off you know, a couple episodes. So you never know. That's right. It. On uh, on Fargo, you got Juno Temple. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. From Tulsa. <laughs> my my question is: is is she still got the the English accent when she's in this one? No. Oh no. Don't you know she's no? She's got the she's got the Minnesota accent. <laughs> okay. That'll be interesting. Uh, that'll. that'll oh, she's be, great. That, she's great. I might have to check that out. She's uh, she's got a yeah. She's kind of involved. She's a, she's got a husband, a very sweet husband, but then her husband from the past comes. Uh, comes oh. a knocking and played by uh, John Hamm, who plays kind of this sheriff that has his own law and his own town and um, and believes that, you know, the word of God and every, you know, it's all about he's very much uh, the wife has their place and ah. he rules. He, he he is the sheriff of the town with an iron fist. And it, it's, so he, it, it's a, it's, but it's fun. It's got some wacky characters and, uh, and uh, I've, I've always liked the flavor of Fargo. Yeah. You know, it's one of those, I, I would love to be able to watch that, but the wife will not, uh, she's not into that one. Yeah. It's um, violent. And I know she's not into violence. <laughs> right. No, not at all. And so, uh, but we we did find a new kind of just something for us to watch, and and we ended up binge watching uh, the first two seasons of Ghosts. Oh um, yeah, you mentioned that last week. And God damn, it's so good. Uh, finished off the first two seasons. Actually, went and watched the the first episode of the UK version, which it's based on, and uh, not not as fun. Uh, now, you think, said uh, it, the, it wasn't on. What, what's it's on Paramount? What's, Paramount, yeah. You mentioned that last week, and I don't have Paramount, so I'm gonna it's, have to suffer. It's good without it. <laughs> uh, it's just a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so we were watching that, and then uh, haven't really been watching. I got kind of caught a little bit of football over the weekend, some of the playoff games. Um, yeah, not not. Oh, you know what? I am I'm caught up with Percy Jackson now too um, okay. on Disney, and I did watch Echo. Uh, not necessarily getting ready for next week just because I wanted to watch it and uh, watch the first episode and got really into it. So uh, good. I was really good. Kind of happy with that one. So which uh, yeah, stick lot, around lot next of, week. That's what we'll be doing. Echo with our yeah. I got a lot MCU to talk about crew. that. Be, good. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be fun. All right. Well, that was a Joker. Yep. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it uh, or didn't enjoy it and enjoyed what we had to say about it better <laughs> than the movie. Uh, either way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, join us again next week for, for Echo. Um, go back and listen to any of our old old episodes. Uh, find uh, drinks uh, on every episode that we've done and uh, find something for you to drink and uh, send us, let us know what you have or what you want us to do, cover anything. Just and I think the know. following we're, we're doing, uh, we're going to the theater. We're going to check out Poor Things. Oh, Poor Things, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Emma, Emma Stone what, what it, and uh, I've Ruffalo, heard some Mark Ruffalo. I heard some interesting, interesting things. So uh, I was telling someone I was at uh, my daughter's boyfriend's thirtieth uh, birthday this weekend, and I was talking to one of his friends, and he was saying, telling him we got talking about podcasts and cocktails, and 
told him that's what we we're getting ready to do. He goes, he goes, do you like weird movies? Because it's a <laughs> weird movie. So. Yep. So we'll have to see how it comes out. So. I like weird movies, but but I, I don't like I them you just do. for weird sake. I just I'm not I'm not a, I'm not offended well, by weird tra- movies. <laughs> the trailer looks great, so if they can keep up with the trailer, I'm all for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and that's how we season. Hail Caesars. <laughs>